your friend the dancing housewife? Are you completely addicted to ballroom dancing like me and the dancing doc? Or maybe you're just getting started on your dance journey or an interested wallflower? Either way, you don't want to miss this week's podcast episode. So grab yourself a cup of joe, sit back, relax, and take a coffee break with professional smooth dancers Carly and Patrick Stone. I first met Carly and Patrick when their coach tried to join my Facebook group, Amateur Ballroom Dancers. Sadly, I had to decline her membership request because the group is reserved exclusively for amateurs and she is a dance professional. She told me she was trying to join in order to gather information for her students, Carly and Patrick, and asked me to issue invitations to them, so I did. That was in 2018 and I have been following their career ever since. Carly and Patrick, thank you so much for taking a coffee break with me today. Of course, of course. Of course. So I first saw you dance after that fateful Facebook meeting with your coach at a USA dance event. You were amateurs at the time. Uh And I was really enthralled because, as you know, Pat and I dance, nine dance, and Mm -hmm. it seemed that all the young people back then were dancing international style, but you all danced nine dance. So I was so excited to see a young, talented couple dancing nine dance. Can you share some of your accolades from your career as an amateur couple? Yeah, so for um, like USA Dance, uh, we did, I think, our first one in 2016. We were still kind of in novice, so I think we ended up placing fourth in novice rhythm. And then I don't think we made any final cuts in nine dance or any smooth competition. But then um, in 2017, we ended up getting into fifth place in nine dance and fourth fourth place in the pre-champ rhythm and it just kept on going up from there uh 2018 we got second in nine dance second in pre-champ rhythm sixth in champ rhythm and then in the next year uh we ended up placing second nine dance fourth in champ smooth and fourth in champ rhythm and that was our last usa dance nationals in 2019 right right and i remember that you were part of that inaugural group of folks who danced at the wdsf Smooth World Championships in 2019, and you were in the finals in that too, which is a big deal. Yes, we that was super fun. We ended up placing fifth, and also funny story about that one. That was the first time we ever had to do a dance on. <laughs> we were terrified. We looked at our coach and we're like, "Uh, she goes, just do it. You're good." And luckily, we got waltz, which was our strongest dance at that point. So, <laughs> yeah, there's a little on that side of it for but... sure. Okay. Uh, so we got married in December 21st, 2019. And it was awesome. a long time coming, let me tell you. Yeah. I'll just say yeah. that. So we've, we've known each other since... <laughs> since 20, 2009. Well, 2008 we met, but we started yeah. dating in 2009. Yeah. So little high school sweetheart action there. Yeah. And then during COVID, we actually decided to um, have a kid. We have a beautiful two-year-old yes. named Theodora. She was born July 7th, yeah. 21 and she's massive now so she's and she too you know, you know that, that sweet baby's gone <laughs> and, and then, then yeah, when did you turn pro, pro? Uh, last year around like this time so last july we went to virginia state dance port and we had about four months of prep to do so yeah oh wow that's not much so, we're like yep it's time to do it yeah Get our butts in gear and wow. 
we had we had awesome support from you know our families as as, as well as coaches mm-hmm. surrounding us so um, right. those four months were grueling but honestly like the best part of it is the prep for mm-hmm. the competition it's yeah. not just you know performing right it's kind of understanding right. each other so right well that's interesting to hear because you know pat and i approach our our dancing as a process too i mean obviously you know we we're competitive people and we love to compete but the measure you know for us the measure of our success isn't necessarily our placement but it's just dancing better every time we're on the dance floor and it is a process so that's great to hear that even the pros think of it that way because i mean it is your livelihood at you know at some point it becomes your livelihood now I know, Patrick, you're in tech, correct? You were in tech. You had a tech job before turning pro, or are you yeah, still? So I um, I graduated from uh, the Kansas City Art Institute here in town um, with a BFA in design. And then about three months after college, I got hit up by Sprint to do some freelance for motion design. So I was there for a stint. I went to uh, DEG, um, right. Digital Evolution Group, which is now Merkle. Um, and then now recently, uh, about a year, almost two years now, I'm still working at uh, the place that I'm at now. Awesome team, uh, amazing support on their end for, you know, what the schedule looks like for us yearly. Yeah. And I do motion design there. Yeah. That team's called Vault, um, and we are part of uh, VML Y&R. Yeah, that, I mean, it's good that they're flexible, but it's got to make being a professional dancer hard because the amount of time that it requires for you all to practice to maintain the level of dancing that you do is got to be time consuming i can't imagine how you juggle both jobs how does that impact your training it's definitely been a a a flip on our head as far as how life has gone um (laughs) Uh, on top of, you know, the baby moving into a new house two months before Virginia, our first comp, we have two dogs um, <laughs> and then full-time jobs. So it's like, it's a lot. It's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of new change, um, kind of rearrangement of our allotted time that we yeah. have per day. Yep. Um, we only right. have, you know, 16 to 18 hours a day. So it's, it's making the best of that and having a good support system around us to, yeah. to make it possible. Right. Right. It does take a team for sure. Now, um, Carly, I know that you are really full throttle professional mm-hmm. dancer, teaching pro, and I know you've got some pro-am gentlemen. I've seen you yeah. at a couple of NDCA events. And um, how do you juggle that with being a mom? Yeah. So <laughs> learning as I go is <laughs> what it feels like. <laughs> No, you know, and we were, we were blessed with Theo and because she is such a good baby. Um, even being too, like, I think, I, cause I'm able to bring her with me to lessons and she stays right now. Hopefully not, she probably will not much longer. She stays in her pack and play and she does a lot of independent play and also thank God for Coco Melon. Um, but I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think like Patrick said, it was just a schedule shift, but I've always been a very, very like go, go, go type of person. I love being busy. So for me, it was just adding another thing. And I, I love it. As Patrick that's, knows, I never settle. That's <laughs> I, <great>. I don't. <laughs> that's great. Um, are you with the same 
primary coach or have has your coaching staff changed with the move to professional yeah so we still use um we still work with amy castro like amy castro for us will always be we call her our dance mom because that's literally what she is so we will never let her go (laughs) but and i don't think she'll let us no 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 never (laughs) and you know she and they they also watch theo when we go out of town sometimes so it's so beneficial but then we also really work with um Isabella Junzil and um Mazen Hamza which I make sure oh, I'm right, wrong. right. amazing yeah, yeah they're amazing dancers so great do you have to do you have to travel to work with them or do they come you're in Kansas City correct yes yeah do they come to Kansas City or do you have to travel east to see them both we we try to bring them in as much as possible we would love to have them in, you know, every single weekend if, if it was possible for this area. Um, right. But they've they've got judging. They've got, you know, other couples that they coach. But yeah, we, we definitely travel to them as much as we can. We've done like um, a day trip before. That was a new experience. Yeah. Oh, that's a long day trip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was fun. I mean, I was like, I was like, man, I really feel like a professional right now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, several other of your USA Dance amateur contemporaries have turned pro. And of course, Pat and I have followed them as well. Have you run into Steven Torres and Nicole Barron or Donovan Crane and his partner Olga on the circuit? Definitely um, Steven and Nicole. They are actually there at our first comp. So, you know, that was that was really that was awesome to have them there. Um, right. because it was just, it felt extra comforting, I'd say. And having them there, it was just, it was awesome. And they're such great dancers, so. Yeah, yeah have you run yeah. into Donovan and Olga? We had the opportunity to meet them um, kind of recently in American Star Bowl. Yeah, I, re- I um, remember Donovan a little bit watching. I, like, his face looks so familiar from yeah. USA Dance. And he helped with On Deck sometimes, I remember. Yes, yeah. he was a big, he was like the On Deck guy at Mac all the time. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Right. Yeah. So it was it was great to meet, you know, both of them at that event. Honestly, we're just kind of looking forward to continuing to see them and yeah. getting to know them better. Um, yeah. The, yeah. The conversations that we had were, were, were definitely, definitely good. Yeah. You know, I have a funny story. Pat and I once danced in a non-sanctioned event in uh, Alabama, and we were the only championship smooth couple there. And well, the first in our first round, they put us on the floor with like silver and we were zipping around the floor and just thinking to ourselves, oh, my gosh, we moved so well. We can't believe this. And then fast forward to the next round, they stuck us on the floor with pros. Now, it was a non-sanctioned competition. And these were, you know, young, younger pros, not Mm -hmm. probably um, even at, at your level at all. And. I tell you, I felt like I was just a huge impediment on the floor. I could not, I could not believe how these people moved compared to me. And so I'm curious, yeah. did you experience that with your first pro comp? Like, did you do a level of dancing that you were blindsided by? I mean, you had four months to prepare, but was that, you know, did you have a similar experience? Yeah. So I think, uh, Rising Star felt very similar to USA Dance. I talk more about energy now recently than, than right. anything else, but the energy and kind of the, the movement, like you're saying, on the floor is much, much different than, than amateur. I think 
uh, it was kind of chaotic for Rising Star when we first got on the floor because it, it, it had, you know, 11, 12 couples um, yeah. most of the time when we get on to a, to a well, regular size. And floor. we hadn't competed since 2019. So yeah. for us, yeah. that was just like right. kind of getting back. Yeah. Open Pro felt a little bit um, not safe, but like kind of the energy was still there. Yeah. It was more focused, I'll say. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because we were on um, the floor with some of the top people that are in the nation yeah. right now so that was like no, we've, that was more I mean, like we've like we've been following you we we yeah. know you're dance you're not like you're you're going to some big competitions I'm, yeah it's, yeah it's impressive it's impressive this first year has been really good to yeah. us yeah. for sure yeah i think you know whenever you're a new pro just like anything i think you take your lumps a little bit i'm curious do you think having pro-am students um, has an impact on your performance or your placements once you get on the floor as a pro? Like, is it positive or not? Like, the positive I can see would be that the judges sort of have seen you already and they kind of recognize you. And so they, you know, there's a little bit of recognition there. But the negative I can see also that, you know, after a full day of Prelium, it's it's hard to muster up the energy to dance pro as well. Yeah. What, so what are your feelings on that? I think I've honestly, from, from having all my students, we've only had one competition where we haven't had any students and I I don't really see a negative with having students at a competition. Um, as for like the impact on like, the judges and stuff, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if they're like, Oh cool. I just saw them earlier today because I feel, I don't know. I'm not, I can't, I can't say for that. Um, right. If anything, I just love that my students are able to go and dance. I just love being on the floor. Right. I think Patrick feels definitely the same way. Yeah. What I see as like, you know, the benefit of it, not just, you know, the money our students bring to the competitions, that that isn't all that it is. Um, right. I think it's more about, you know, how we get them ready, yep. how we prep, um, create routines around each dance, each style of dance right it's not mm -hmm. just the style that we dance it's rhythm smooth latin standard, and standard yeah. it's it's right. all styles um and then just sharing our knowledge with with our students yeah. um having the judges see that process each time we bring that student to the next competition yeah. you know what that jump is between the two of them yeah or um what isn't the jump so yeah. sometimes right. it can be negative if it is that switch if you are having a competitive student that isn't continuing up but again that's that's just my feelings around it yeah um, but right. and then you mentioned us being tired if anything actually is way more beneficial because the one competition that we didn't have any trying to get warmed up that night was such a challenge yeah. oh that makes sense because you've waited all day yeah and, and you have to sort of get your body ready yeah yeah I mean, for me, as when I danced Pro-Am, and it's been a long mm -hmm. time, I haven't danced Pro-Am. I only danced Pro-Am for about a year and a half, and Pat mm -hmm. danced Pro-Am for about a year. But it was fun for us to be at a competition dancing with our pro, yeah. and then to be able to support them in their yeah. dance journey. That was really fun. And, you know, dancing, as you know, it's 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 very intimate and I mean not in like a weird creepy way but I mean it's intimate because you you sort of become a family with the folks in your studio so yeah. I'm sure your students really love to be able to be there and cheer for you because they do Definitely. you know they care about you where can folks listening 
live in the Kansas City area, or even if they don't live in the Kansas City area, if they're interested in taking lessons with either of you, what's the best way to find you? What's the name of your studio, contact yeah. information, all that good stuff? Yeah, so um, our, our group that we have, it's um, called the Ballroom KC. Um, it's actually a group of uh, six independent instructors, including Patrick and I. Uh, we teach uh, at a location in North KC, um, in the, in the heart of Overland Park and then in South Overland Park, okay. um, for, we've got a Facebook and Instagram, a website, and I take all the inquiries and I'm always on my phone. So, and then where can we expect to find you competing next? We'll be competing at Heart of America and then USDC in Florida, um, Harvest Moon the next month, Ohio Star Ball, and then ending the year at, uh, South Open in Florida. Oh, that's exciting. Pat and I are dancing in, at Heart of America. So oh, yay. yay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll be watching you. I uh, can't wait to see yeah. Theodora again. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. I'm sure she's I... such a big girl. I think I saw her last summer at, I, I can't remember if it was the Panzings competition in yes. um, Kansas City or if it yep. was at Heart of America. Yep. Yeah. So I can't wait to see her. I love babies. I especially love babies that I can give back to their parents after five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we'll probably be at Kansas City Dance Classic as well this year. Um, oh, okay, great. So I've will we, yeah. students that are interested in going. So it'll be fun. Oh, that's great. That's great. Well, we'll see you. I'm excited to see you in person again. And I yeah. wish you all the best luck. If you're enjoying Coffee Break with the Dancing Housewife, hit the like button, share us with your friends and on social media, and don't forget to hit the follow button or subscribe so you never miss an episode. And until next time, happy dancing.